Let's celebrate World Wish Day with SAC leaders discussing their personal stories and their record-breaking fundraiser. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the MSUM Dragons podcast today, where we believe that the student-athlete experience here at MSUM is more than a game. I'm your host, John Webby Webking. Today is World Wish Day, and on today's episode, it's a celebration of a record-breaking fundraiser for Make-A-Wish by our Student Athlete Advisory Committee. Otherwise, for the rest of the show, I'm going to call them SAC. Two members of that team are here to talk about how they not only raised thousands of dollars, but also had thousands of workouts pouring in from all over the country from the Dragon Athletics community, all with the goal of making wishes come true. And when you hear their personal stories of how wishes have directly impacted their lives, you can tell that they were going to make this a success no matter what. Telling us their wish stories and how to run a fundraiser in a pandemic, here's SAC leadership members Brooklyn Legal and Rachel Schumacher. Rachel in Brooklyn, welcome to the MSUM Dragons podcast. How are you today? Good. I'm doing good. Yeah, I'm doing good. And today is a big day because it is World Wish Day. And recently, you two and your team of uh, SAC leadership in the subcommittee had a Make-A-Wish fundraiser uh, during a pandemic while competing and classes and work and all this kind of crazy stuff and managed to pull together one of the most successful Make-A-Wish fundraisers SAC has ever done. Um, so first of all, tell us how you do a fundraiser during a pandemic. Uh, yeah, so we normally at MSUM do um, take five to get five during some of like the basketball games. That's normally our Make-A-Wish fundraiser, and it's take five minutes to give $5 um, in support of making a child's wish come true through Make-A-Wish. And this year, obviously with no spectators, we uh, decided to move a different route and a new thing that we had heard of from our contact at Make-A-Wish was called Workouts for Wishes. And so we kind of just decided to run with this idea and weren't really sure how we were gonna execute it right away with not knowing if we could do things virtually or in person or what kind of um, the requirements would be um, just to keep everyone safe. And so essentially we put together this, uh, the day workouts for wishes and we combined with the wellness center and MSUM strength um, weight room and all that stuff, as well as all the head coaches. And the goal was to uh, get every student athlete to do at least one workout and as well as get participation outside of athletics. And the workout options were either 15 crunches, pushups, or bodyweight squats. And that would count as one workout. And Papa John's graciously donated $1 um, for every workout up to a thousand. And so we actually met the goal of a thousand when we kind of smashed that goal, which was really, really awesome. We had a lot of participation outside of athletics from like communities and people's hometowns and just like different groups wanting to get involved. And I know that Brooklyn had really good participation from um, Make-A-Wish kind of hits home for both of us. And so I will let Brooklyn talk a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah. So before we go on to the why Make-A-Wish, let's just recap what you just said. You not only um, raised over a thousand dollars in actual donations, but you, because of the workout component, you raised another thousand dollars, making it over two thousand dollars for the first time in our our SAC Make a Wish efforts um, history. So, is kudos on the financial side. 
But, you know, Brooklyn, before you talk into the, the why make a wish, I know you were kind of involved in a lot of the social media elements. What was it like to get such an overwhelming amount of workouts from so many different relationships within Dragon Athletics? Honestly, it was just awesome to see our huge Dragon family just pull together for something that kind of, like Rachel said, it hits everyone differently. Like um, Jenny Walthall shared her um, personal experience. Like Rachel has been touched. I've been touched. Those are just, and Joe Keller, a loyal Dragon fan. So Mm -hmm. it kind of, it just was awesome just to see everyone pull together um, for one big cause and kind of everyone participate and get different um, people in schools to participate too. So we had a huge turnout from Bryce and Browerville mm-hmm. and Megan McBride um, contacted a school to do that as well. And I got over 700 workouts through Tater Tough in his group. So that was awesome. I think it really showed the reach of the, the, the Dragon Athletics family. And like I said, the relationships that we have um, in a multiplying facet. So when you talked about the workouts, there was a, a group who did like hundreds of workouts just within a small group. They just kept doing them over and over and over again. Then you saw giant classes of, of ex-Dragons who are teachers. And so I think the thing that blew me away the most was seeing the multiplying effect that Dragon Athletics can have when we pool our efforts together and and just really how far that reach goes. Yeah. And even just seeing like Dragon Athletics as a whole pulling together. And then as you said, like it multiplying, we really had participation from every team and every team was really active on socials and challenging and working with alumni and future dragons. Like it really does show like how deep our roots are and how far like our arms stretch and stuff. And it's awesome that we could all kind of pull together for a great cause. How many workouts did it ended up, ended up being thousands? Yes. I think we had over 4,000. We can give you an exact number here. Well, I mean, just thousands of dollars thousands of workouts. How do you guys feel about the campaign as a whole and kind of the unknown of how it all began and now kind of now a little while after it's been done? um, You know, how do you kind of feel about the efforts that that you guys put together? I think honestly, it's, we didn't think like Rachel literally said when she put on a thousand dollars just for other people to donate just as like a goal. She just said, I just literally thought my mom was going to donate. And that's truly what she did think. And just to see how many people that not only would do a workout, but yet donate money. Like this is just, this is just a starting base for us. And it is this high and we are going to go even higher in the years to come. And it just was awesome just to see such a great turnout. And now we know what works and we're going to definitely keep building off this for such a great cause. So yeah, how, how do you go pat, back to passing the bucket after what, mm-hmm. what you just saw and went through? I mean, not only yeah. was, was it financially successful, but just the community that rallied around it and shared and then connect all the networks got connected and you just saw it balloon and it was such a cool thing to watch. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like I, like Brooklyn said, I literally put $500 as the goal, like just joking around. I was like, my mom will maybe donate. Like, Uh I was like, I'm just going to put this out there in case someone wants to donate joking around, just hoping like maybe we'll get like 300 workouts. That would be like 
three or 400 would be every athlete doing it. And then we ended up with 4,270 workouts completed, which was so awesome. And then with Papa John's thousand dollar donation, we had, um, $2,100 donated. So to double the 500 and get, you know, like all this extra money that we, none of us were expecting. It was really, really exciting. I I'm like a super passionate person. That's like what I'm, I'm known for in the stack leadership is that I'm always like loud now going, but like, I don't think we could have asked for a better turnout of like whatsoever. And the fact that this was our first year and we're just building and like our connections on campus will go even further next year. And, you know, to see, um, on the fundraising page that we had online, it had given, you know, some benchmarks and it was like $500 could provide a bike and that might be someone's dream. And it said like a thousand dollars could provide home furnishings for, you know, someone's dream of like living in an accessible home based on, you know, their critical illness and things like that. And to see like $2,000 is life-changing money or is that trip to make wish or is, you know, whatever their wish is. And so for us to just kind of see that we helped grant half a wish or a fourth a wish is like honestly really really impressive and so exciting and we couldn't have done that without papa john's so thank you for the plug love love our sponsors um but why for you what why each of you individually why make a wish because uh, we we kind of give sack and you know there's some structured pieces of fundraisers that we connect with in the nsic and the ncaa um and instead of, you know, just sticking with the take five, give five campaign, you guys took it to this, you know, workouts for wishes, whole nother level for this cause and chose this cause. So why was make a wish that choice for you? I'm going to let Rachel start on this one since she's our leader of this. <laughs> okay. So in the beginning of the year, SAC had um, decided on a couple of initiatives that we really wanted to hit hard. And we had each, each um, like person on the leadership board had taken one of them and I got a, I, I got thrown fundraising and honestly, in the moment I like, wasn't super, super passionate about it, but, um, then it all kind of came full circle as we decided make wishes, the fundraiser that we really wanted to um, promote. So my brother was a wish kid back in 2001 and he had a brain tumor and we um, all were lucky enough to get to go to, um, Disney World or Disneyland. I was young at the time, so I don't know. But um, one of one of them, and you know, it's an amazing experience. I still really remember it, and remember that being a really happy time, like with my family. And um, shortly after the Make Wish trip, a couple months after, like four or five months after, my brother actually ended up passing away. But so, like throughout that, my family's always really tried to give back to Make a Wish, and you know, um, doing Relay for Life and different things like that, and just knowing, like, and knowing the effect that it can have. And so during this time, my mom dug up some like pictures of when we were on our Make-A-Wish trip and I celebrated my birthday back then when we were on the trip. And so it brought up a lot of like harsh memories, but a lot of really good memories. And like she always says, when she was pulling them up, she was like, you forget like how much hope this gave us or how great this was for our family. You know, obviously my brother was really sick at the time and he was in a wheelchair and all these different things, but like when we were there, that's not what we were thinking about. We were thinking about, you know, like creating these lasting memories, memories that I have, memories that my brother has, memories that my parents have and all these pictures. And it is, they do a phenomenal job. Like it's the whole nine yards. When you get down there, they give you like the places to stay, the places to eat. You're treated like royalty. And honestly, for a lot of kids, that's a life changer. And obviously uh, Make-A-Wish gives back to kids with critical illnesses. And this is some of like the happiest times in their life. And 
not all these kids, you know, like make it out. So it, it really is an amazing organization. And I think that, um, obviously I and my family will continue to get back to it. So I was honestly really lucky that this came full circle and that like, I was blessed enough to be able to like head this and have an actual personal connection to it. And like Brooklyn's about to talk about, we all have a connection to someone or we all know someone that's been a wish or we all, you know, can do better at donating towards Make-A-Wish. Yes. And it's interesting because so often, um, you know, wish recipients and the families of wish recipients are battling a villain of some sort of illness. And for a short period of time, these wishes allow them to focus on how much of a hero they really are. And speaking of heroes, I see a t-shirt on you, Brooklyn. Yeah. Uh, why don't you tell us about your, your, your t-shirt and, and your reason why Make-A-Wish was a right fit for you? So my 13 year old cousin, um, Tate was diagnosed with DIPG and um, his wish was go to go to Turks and Caicos. And I'm just reading her post here. His wish was to go somewhere warm, no driving or waiting in line, walking right to the pool and eat whatever he wants without his mom having to tell him to stop. So that ended up being the beaches of Turks and Caicos. And that was in 2019. And that was still when he had like full body strength. So he really got to enjoy it. And they, they are so, 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 so grateful for what Make-A-Wish was able to do for him. And honestly, Make-A-Wish opened the gate for Tate to so many other opportunities. He, he um, was able to go to so many NFL games, Iowa Hawkeye games, big Iowa Hawkeye fan. Um, I sent him some Dragon Gear, so many athletes, because I mean, athletes is really who he was. And he, it just was so hard to transition into not being able to play. So he, he knew that he had to channel his passion somewhere else and it was through athletics. And so he was through Make-A-Wish and through um, the opportunities that Make-A-Wish provided for him, he was able to stay as happy as a lark and mm -hmm. kind of fight that villain while um, still being passionate at the same time, so. So what's it like to know that you could possibly help someone else uh, experience what you two just mentioned? Rachel, you got it. <laughs> honestly, the world. I mean, Give Kids the World is like the Make-A-Wish house in Disney World. Mm -hmm. So like, honestly, it means the world to all of us, not only mm -hmm. um, just us, but as well as SAC as a whole, definitely right. kind of like took this Workouts for Wishes and ran with it, you know, used mm -hmm. their own social media platforms and really pushed and challenged other people. And I think that just show is like a true testament to the fact that it does matter to each and every one of us, even if you don't know someone personally affected, well, you probably know someone who knows someone who's personally affected. Right. So I think we were blown out of the water with like monetary donations as well as workout donations. So like, I don't think we could be any happier. We want to make it bigger and better. And we're already working towards that. But um, knowing that we're a part of making someone's wish come true is definitely, definitely really awesome. And it's, and I can easily speak from everybody in Dragon Athletics and MSUM and, and, it's just re reiterating how immensely proud we are of your guys's efforts uh, to, to make a difference, to take it upon yourselves, to think innovatively, uh, to persevere through um, this crazy situation and in service to somebody else selfless, selflessly. Um, I just can't tell you how proud I am personally of, of what you guys accomplished. And I can't wait to see what happens next, because now that you've tapped into that dragon community and that dragon network, um, there's a lot, lot of things that we can do good with. So 
Thank you. And thank you for joining us on the MSU of Dragons podcast today. And, uh, you know, happy World Wish Day. Yeah, thank you. Great. Thank you. Thank you, Rachel and Brooklyn, for sharing those deeply personal stories with us on the show today. And again, I can't say enough how incredibly proud I am of your team's efforts. You know, for sure, the dollars will give hope to someone or even many people in challenging times in their lives. But even in this challenging environment of COVID, and we know not everyone has the ability to donate financially, you found a way to innovate and involve everyone and anyone willing to donate their time and turn that into some dollars and in turn, some hope. Your team showcased what student-athletes are capable of outside of their competitions and that being a part of the Dragon family is about being a part of something bigger than yourself. If you agree with that and that the student-athlete experience here at MSUM is more than a game, well, you found your new favorite podcast. So please subscribe and share. Thank you for listening to the MSUM Dragons podcast today. And of course, Go Dragons!